Fragmentation, uncertainty, and volatility are constants. Anywhere you go in Asia, these are the same constraints that businesses and their leaders face in the race to remain of value to customers, partners, shareholders, and employees. Now, as we begin the new year, how will the constants of 2024 redefine the environment that CFOs, the finance team, and the rest of the organization must swim in? We have invited with us today, Mr. Mr. Adam Striven, Practice Leader for Finance Consulting at KPMG, to share with us his perspective on the role of finance in driving strategic imperatives in 2024. Adam, welcome to Podchats for Future CFO. Thanks, Alan. Very happy to be here and give some perspective on the year ahead. From the CFO perspective, now that you brought it up, what is value creation and how is this being achieved by the finance function? To me, value at the macro level is a belief that CFOs have two key objectives. Firstly, to protect value and secondly, to create value. And I think it's important to recognize that protecting value is a foundation for being able to then go on and create value. Protecting value to me is about being trusted and getting the fundamentals right. That means timely, accurate and relevant reporting. It also means effectiveness in terms of operational processes. And I think finance has a really critical role to protect the interests of customers, investors, and regulators. You know, for example, whether that's record keeping, payments, or regulatory returns. Increasingly, finance also has a big role to protect data and ensure it's used accurately across the organization. These are all critical fundamentals that we shouldn't forget. In my experience, companies that do the fundamentals well typically simplify, standardize, and automate their core processes, reporting, and controls. That means they can be more efficient and effective to focus their resources and time on more of the value creation activities. So I just want to talk a bit more about value creation. The way I think about it is it's finance's role in assessing, driving, and influencing better business outcomes. To do this, I see leading finance functions as needing to be involved and influential at every stage of the business cycle. That starts with helping to set the business strategy, then ensuring robust planning, targets, and effective capital allocation. It then, day-to-day, -day is about performance management, tracking and monitoring actual performance, and finally, providing forward-looking insights to give businesses choices that can create value. The CFOs that I talk to, they all say they would like to spend relatively more time on value creation and less time on the fundamentals. They're certainly proud of the value that they create, but the ambition is always to create more value by being more influential and ultimately driving better business outcomes. We are at the beginning of the new year. How do you see the finance operating model evolving to meet the future needs of the business? It's a constant evolution. And that's particularly focused on the mantra of being better, faster, and cheaper in the eyes of the business. I, I feel like that's all about building better capabilities. To me, what the operating really model really is, is a, is a blueprint for how you build better capabilities. So in my experience, what's really important is to clearly articulate these capabilities. What does good look like? What needs to change? And how can you measure the value of this to the business? With operating models, I advise my clients, you need to really think about and define the what before jumping to the how. And in terms of the what, I think there's five main, five main areas where I see finance evolving and building better capabilities. Number one, strategy and growth. 
Number two, performance management. Number three, operational excellence. Number four, more insightful reporting. And number five, transformation skills. In terms of the how, there is clearly a very big data and technology evolution. To be better, faster, and cheaper, you absolutely have to embrace and leverage new technologies. So, for example, creating a trusted data backbone, moving to more modern systems platforms, automation of core processes, and leveraging AI for controls. In terms of process and people, I see a big evolution whereby finance are moving away from traditional structures based on activities and moving to more integrated teams which are outcome-based. I see that as a really positive shift because it encourages more diversity of skills, it enables multidisciplinary working, and it creates more capacity for value creation. Now, you brought up an interesting topic, probably one of the hottest buzzwords of 2023, AI, and with it, automation that's been around a little bit older than that. Now, given the ongoing challenge of staffing across the finance function and the job security apprehensions concerning automation and AI, how should the CFO strategize the introduction of these two technologies, AI and automation, to deliver on the promises of operational efficiency and effectiveness while supporting team cohesion? As you say, it's a very hot topic, AI and automation. And my fundamental belief is that these are really just enablers to move finance up the value chain. Honestly, we absolutely have to embrace these technologies as finance professionals because the world and finance's world is becoming increasingly complex to a point whereby we need to find ways to reduce the risk of errors and find ways to reduce the reliance on manual processes and controls. My personal view of AI is that it will have four main categories of use for finance. Firstly, automating routine processing, like invoice scanning, document scanning. Secondly, controls monitoring, so being able to detect patterns, anomalies, potential risks. Thirdly, forecast models, so being able to actually look forward and provide insights into business momentum. Fourthly, being prescriptive in terms of those insights, so recommending decisions or courses of actions or trade-offs between, for example, different investment decisions. For all of these areas, though, the aim is really about reducing risk and reliance on manual processes and decision-making to ultimately help facilitate better decisions and outcomes for the business and end users. I feel we have a responsibility as finance professionals to innovate and improve what we do to create more value. If we look back over the past 50 years, there has always been constant technology progression, starting with basic computing and Excel, then moving into systems, ERP, BPM, other systems. Then there was a big shift towards business intelligence. And now more recently, we've been rapidly progressing to a world that is cloud-based, big data, automation, and AI. So this is a continuum of change. I feel like with AI, there is perhaps more anxiety because we are putting ever more trust in the technology. So I think, therefore, team cohesion and getting value from this comes down to trust and confidence. It's being able to explore the possibilities, trying things, building new capabilities. And honestly, I believe the opportunities far outweigh the downside risks. Now, some in the enterprise may see the finance function as a black box outputting reports and recommendations. Now, is there a proven approach to transparency and data information integrity that would help alleviate this concern that it's a it's a magic black box that just delivers things for me and I don't know where it's coming from? I've heard that said. Um, I think this is a really big topic for CFOs because 
they are increasingly responsible for data accuracy, transparency and usage across their enterprise. And it's across many different purposes and many different user groups, which means it becomes very complex. In particular, there's a constant flow of new reporting requirements that are data intensive, whether that's new accounting standards, MI needs, regulatory reporting or ESG disclosures. So my first recommendation is that the role of finance needs to shift to being seen as a custodian of data. If you take the analogy of money, everybody in the organization has something to do with money, either generating money from sales, managing client money or spending money. Data is very similar. Everybody in the organization will either create data or use data in some capacity. So like with money, you need a strong custodian for data and finance is uniquely placed to play this role. And that role will vary in different organizations depending on the nature of those companies. But for sure, finance is going to play an increasingly influential role in data and transparency. My next recommendation, if you believe that's true and finance becomes that custodian for data, is that finance will need to build capabilities for how to capture, transform, manage and consume data by end users. We think of this as having a data backbone, so a solution that can effectively bring together different data sets for different audiences. Finance needs to partner with technology to achieve this. It's not, and it can't be seen as an IT issue. So finance needs to take ownership as the custodian to build that data capability that can support and respond to different enterprise requirements and give the transparency needed. Finally, I have a great saying with reporting that you want to create fans, not end users. So that means providing not just static reports, but access to the underlying data sets to allow drill down and analysis. So don't make it a black box. It's really important to provide access to that underlying data and also to provide context to that data, including key assumptions and limitations. Um, it's really all about building trust and transparency for your fans. I love what you said, uh, creating fans rather than end users. <laughs> Very nice one there. Now, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, or what everybody calls VUCA, will continue to exert its influence enterprise-wide in 2024. What is KPMG's recommendation for creating a cost-effective and resilient finance function while delivering that value that, as you said at the beginning, is probably a prime directive of the CFO? I think we can say that. When, when I'm talking to CFOs, I always talk to them about my worry with cost. Are they being asked simply to reduce costs without there being a proper dialogue about value and about cost effectiveness and capability? So it leads me to a recommendation, really, for my CFOs. Firstly, to know their cost baseline really well and benchmark their finance costs as a percentage of their management expenses, so the total company expenses. I think that's particularly important where finance is being asked to control costs in a changing enterprise-wide environment. You mentioned VUCA, so that could mean higher volumes. It could mean economic shocks. I think it's really important to be able to have solid data points to justify the need to protect value in a changing world. Secondly, I always advise them to separate their BAU run costs with change costs to properly adjust and recognize investment that they're making in building better capabilities. Alongside that, if they can measure the value creation benefits to the business and demonstrate a payback on that investment, it shifts the conversation to value, not just costs. And that's what being cost-effective means to me.
In terms of resilience, I think it's really important for finance to stay close to the business at each stage of the business cycle, because that will enable them to understand the key assumptions being made, the risks and different volatility scenarios. So that starts with strategy, as we talked about earlier. It then moves into planning, then performance management and providing that insight decision support. So finance needs to stay close at all stages to be influential. The other leading practice and where I see finance functions spending more of their time is really modeling and testing the impacts of those different assumptions, risks, and volatility scenarios. To my earlier point, having the capacity and capability to do this is really fundamental to being able to influence better business outcomes. So in summary, finance will need to play an increasing role to both protect and create value, given the enterprise-wide influence of VUCA in our changing world. Lots of insight there. Thank you very much, Adam, for joining us on Podcast for Future CFO. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. That was Adam Shriven, Practice Leader for Finance Consulting at KPMG on the topic of the role of finance in driving strategic imperatives in 2024. You are listening to Podchats for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CFO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CFO. Bye for now. Music